Allah forgive them. Prophet وسلم, obedience to Prophet is a must. Anyone disobey, he makes salawat, Allah will forgive him. But disobedience to authorities, as Allah said in Holy Quran, Allah, obey Allah, obey Prophet, obey authorities. If you disobey, what happened? Uh, with. So, be careful. Don't disobey authorities. Allah, He is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, merciful, most merciful, most compassionate, Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah said, you mercy for humanity. But authority, you cannot. They don't have mercy. You fall into a, the hand of a judge, they are finished. So, live peacefully, live obedient to the law, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will support you. Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa supports you and rulers doesn't bother you. Also, authorities, they are of two kinds. One kind that authority for running the country and you have to obey the law. And there are also authorities that you have already extended your hand to their hands to accept them as their their guide, uh, as your guide. If you accepted someone to be your guide, you have to follow what he says, isn't it? Prophet said, 
In kuntum thalatha fa'amiru ahadakum. If you were three, put one person to run your affair, to guide you, to guide the other two. You cannot be, if you were three, not all of you are the same level. So the one who is more intelligent and he is seeing far can be the guide and the other two they follow. As Prophet وسلم, said, we obey. If you were three, put one Amir, one responsible. If you if you are in a desert, middle of a desert, and you were three people. One say, let's go east, you lost the way. One say oh, go east, one say go west. One say go north, one say go south. So which one you want to follow? That's why don't fall in dispute with someone that if he is who is more knowledgeable, whatever he says, you follow. Better to be a sheep not to be a shepherd. Shepherd is is responsible. So those whom you extended your hand to accept them as your guides, they give you, they want you, especially those who are spiritual guides, that Allah has mentioned them in Holy Quran. رِجَالٌ صَدَقُوا مَعَاهَدُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ رجال صدقوا ما عهد الله عليه فمنهم من قضى نحبه ومنهم من ينتظر وما بدلوا تبديلا من means those who are guides those who are Allah described them in Holy Quran ألا إن أولياء الله لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون Verily, the friends of Allah, saints, they have na na nothing to fear or to be sad. Allah support them. So when Allah support them, they guide you in the right way. He described them that those men who reached the highest level of manhood, we are old men, but did you reach level of uh, responsibility? No. Men or women? So there are men and women that they kept their promise, covenant, covenant with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what they promised Him to do when they are coming to this world. They are on the way. Some, they come, some they die, some they continue until they die, more comes, and it is like that, generation after generation. And these people who reached the level of manhood, man or woman reached that level, 
can guide. There are how many women in the in history that they were guiding believers. You count in hundreds. So these guides that they reach manhood, for them they reach a level that you cannot express it and describe it because we cannot absorb it or digest it. Because what they say is sometimes they say things that normal normal uh, normal people who their understanding are not enough in spiritual realm or dimension or heavenly uh, spiritual knowledge that they can have an access to their through their heart to that through their meditation time or their teaching that they have been taught through their guides through their teachers, their sheikhs, they have been taught this kind of tasawwuf, uh, what we call it in Arabic now, everywhere around the world making conferences on Sufism, which we were saying this since long time, no one was hearing. Now there is a sahwa, awareness about tasawwuf, begin conferences here and there. So they might say things these saints, these guides, as we can see in the history from after time of prophethood, today, these guides, they say something that sometime above what you can digest. So you have no right to reject what they say, if you cannot digest it, you say, I cannot understand it, so I stop. I, I surrender with what they said. It's okay. They know better than me. And you don't need to act on it. <coughs> but if you want to act on it, you can. If you don't act on it, don't criticize it. Because you cannot understand it. Like uh, Muhyiddin ibn Arabi, one of the great saints in Islamic history, and today Muslim and non-Muslim, they teach his teachings. They analyze his teaching, they teach it in universities. Many universities in New York, I know, many of these uh, professors, they teach Muhyiddin ibn Arabi teachings, knowledges. He said, whom you worship under my feet, one time. 
in no one can understand what he is saying. It means you, what you worship is under my feet. Who you are worshiping in, uh, uh, as Muslim or as not, uh, even not Muslim, you are worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Creator. So they understood that he is saying that the Creator is under his feet. So they consider him is a heretic after long discussion and uh, court case against him, they hanged him. Where he was saying, whom you worship under my feet. I'm not going to go through that story. But <coughs> after many years, when they killed him, they dumped him in a dump. And they were throwing on him garbage and dirt and everything on his body. He didn't even bury him in a, in a decent way. After many years, not 10 years or 15 years, hundreds of years, like three, four hundred years, one pious emperor or king came to Damascus, because Muhyiddin ibn Arab was living in Damascus, and he decided to, to find why he was saying, but you worship under my feet. He found very old people, at that time they used to live 125 years. One very old man. It's a story, long story, but he asked, do you know anything about Muhyiddin ibn Arabi, where he was saying what you worship under my feet? He said, I heard from my father that he heard from his father, and all of them, they lived hundreds of years, variety years that he was doing this in this place. So the king went to that place and asked his army to dig and check. They dig, they find seven barrels of gold coins. So his secret came after hundreds of years that he was true, that people are worshipping gold. But already they hunger. So he went and found him, and when, they, when he asked where they dumped him, they said there, and they opened and they found uh, his body as if he is today dead. As, as if this moment, red, skin, body, everything, and coffin, everything clean. He built a huge mosque there and built a grave for him and it is a place where people today go and visit. So I have his picture in the in the house. I found I uh, we 
found it under under the ground. There is a the original grave where the Sultan Salim built it, and the picture of Sayyidina Muhammad. So after hundreds of years, they understood what she wanted to tell people. So now, because Allah, for them, the saints of Allah, they, they are living every moment in their lives can be a moment of past, can be a moment of present, can be a moment of future, because they have no time zone. For them, time is doesn't mean anything. Because for them, past <coughs> is for them like the mo they are they are always living their moment. So everything for them is that moment. But everything is for them present. Because the past was present and the future was present. The past, it passed the present, so it was present. So they can, in the same time, they can understand the past, they can understand the future, both of them in the same moment as, as present. So they can say things which they, 100%, they are living it, and they are out of that lively picture the, or incident that they are living at that moment, they say to you something affirming it that happening or is going to happen 100%. And you hear it and you wait to happen and doesn't happen. It might happen later. At that moment, when they say it, for them, it's clear that it's going to be an incident. How many times <coughs> they spoke about they spoke about uh, uh, issues that might happen. In the Middle East, many times we heard from our Sheikh, may Allah raise his never more and more, said that, said about the change in the Middle East. Many years. But it didn't happen many years. But it happened this year. For him, he was seeing that what is going to happen in Tunisia, in, in Egypt, in, in, in Syria, in Yemen, in, in, in wherever country uh, happening problems, they were seeing that these problems are coming. They were saying this year it's happening, but it might not happen that year. It happened next year because for them future is present, past is present. 
It's that moment that they are living in. And they live that incident, they are seeing it. So how many years I'm hearing changes in the Middle East? Since 50 years. And this year. That doesn't mean rejecting what the Shiyuf they say, but it's for you to open your mind that you are going to face an incident that's going to happen, so prepare yourself. Prophet was telling Sahaba, according to the hadith of Ibn Asakir, narrated by Ibn Asakir, about <coughs> the appearance of anti-Christ, anti-Messiah, and he was telling the Sahaba so much with, with a lot of description and enthusiasm that that's happening. So make the Sahaba to look behind them to the date tree that the Dajjal might be at any moment coming out. They were preparing themselves. And this 1,400 years ago. But it's going to happen. He is a sadiq al-masduq. He is the trusted one. So it's going to happen. All prediction of Prophet that mentioned about the last days happened. Everything. You go and read book of hadith. We are not going to explain them here. But many, there are left one or two or three predictions left. <coughs> Prediction of Mahdi which are many books being written on that on Mahdi that he is oh, is is coming. Allah will send him at the end of the world. One of my grandchildren will come, fill the earth with happiness and justice as filled with oppression. Mahdi will come, Dajjal will come, Sayyidina Isa will come. Big, big, uh, big fight will happen. But these are going to come because many, they're the predictions before them came on. Now these are left. From side of the last days, two big power will fight with each other. So when the Sheikh speak about this, he is inheriting from Prophet this kind of no time zone. Past, present, future is one. So they speak with their with, with their feelings of the life that they are seeing things live. You see on television, live. What's life? When you are living it now, if it is 
finished line, they, bre uh, uh, they do it another time, they say rerun. Replay. Or? Replay. Replay. They are replaying it. It's the same as it is in that incident, it's replay. So for them, for them it is, they, they are, <coughs> that is everything life for them. The past is life, the replay is life, the future is life, the present is life. So they express to you, to bring back your awareness and attention. Prophet Wasallam wants to bring the awareness of Sahaba to encourage them to keep their strong faith after Prophet leaves dunya, to make them to feel that at any moment Dajjal will come, be ready. They were ready for Dajjal, Antichrist, but Dajjal didn't come in time of Sahaba. So, Awliya Allah today, <coughs> they might say things to you that you have to be ready and be aware and be ready and don't create a, a contradiction or don't create a disobedience to authority or don't make a out of it a, an issue that I'm seeing letter being circulated all over and make people falling into Panic, like panic attack. If you are wise enough, you can read between the lines and understand what the guide is meaning here and meaning there and put things together. It will give you like a maze Huh? Way out. But don't panic. He is telling you ahead of time what Prophet has said to Sahaba ahead of time. And he didn't make them panic, but he made them aware. So, you don't need... Everyone is sending and asking what is happening, what is this, what is this, what's going on. Take it easy. Your sign is your sign is <coughs> to understand that Masih Dajjal is going to enter all countries anti Messiah. He will going to make fitna everywhere. Except he cannot Makkah, Medina and Sham. If you see Maulana will be in Sham, then think about it. Now be aware. And don't worry. And don't panic. Awliya Allah, like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they, they, uh, they learn everything. Prophet through his message and through Holy Quran taught everything. 
when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Holy Quran promise believers that I will, if you obey me, I give you paradises, I give you rivers of milk, rivers of honey, isn't it? tajri min anhat بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم مثل جنة التي عد المتقون فيها أنهار مما إن غير آسن وأنهار من لبن لم يتغير طعمه وأنهار من خمر لذة للشاربين وأنهار من عسل مصفى Four rivers mentioned now من غير آسن clean pure crystal water من لبن لم يتغير طعمه from milk doesn't change its taste from honey rivers of honey and river of wine in paradise there is wine yes there is Allah said you don't drink it in dunya I drink it in art so here the Holy Quran has encouraged, encouraging people to be good in their lives. They are going to receive these rivers that has no beginning, no ends. That not only four rivers, but infinite number of rivers. Allah gave description of four of them. Because this is what we can understand. The others Allah hiding for us, for those who live good in their life and don't disobey Allah or Prophet or authority. Allah promised them He will give them this and give them this and give them this. So Prophet promised Sahaba Paradise, Awliyaullah, they want to encourage people to be ready for any moment of panic, of any moment of problems and troubles, to be ready for it in order that they will move through it with safety and they will be rewarded because of that preparation that they have prepared. So that's what Maulana meant, that's what Maulana Sheikh Nazim meant, and that's what Awliya means when they speak something that people might not understand. Uh, that will be enough description and uh, that you can uh, make it easy, accessible for people as an explanation and let them be always ready in their spiritual life between themselves and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preparing <coughs> Mawlana spoke about Armageddon. Who is, what is Armageddon? What's Armageddon? Great battle at the end of time. Great battle at the end of time. Means great battle against your ego. Your ego is the Armageddon. Great battle. Fight your ego. You fight your ego, you don't need to eat food. Allah will provide for you. Like Sayyidah Maryam, Virgin Mary, Allah was providing her food in her home. 
because she was fighting her Armageddon. Awliya Allah, Allah provide them with nothing because they were fighting. They fought their Armageddon. So you have to understand there are real meaning, spiritual meaning behind every word Maulana spoke. Not the way you understand it. People are not are panicking. Oh, Armageddon going to be a big fight. Going to be this going. Yeah, going to be a big fight against your ego. Shaitan is everywhere. Shaitan is this time more than any time before. Coming against everyone. Be ready to him. He is the going to fight you. He is going to destroy you. You stop him by being ready. Please keep your prayers, keep your awrah, keep your salawat al prophet, keep your zikr, keep your loyalty, keep your sincerity, keep your charity, keep your help to people, keep, keep all that within yourself. Love for your, your brother as you love for yourself, as Prophet said. Don't make conspiracy against people. Live your life with no hate. That's Armageddon. That's the real Armageddon. Then you will be a saint. So what you want better than to be a saint? A saint is not, any, is not afraid of Armageddon. Armageddon will be under his feet. How many times he said, Kufr under my feet. Everyone say, Kufr under my feet. Me shaitan, I ride, I riding my shaitan. I'm riding my shaitan. But you, your shaitan riding you. Kufr is shaitan. Yeah? I'm riding my shaitan. But people don't understand when you say, Cover under my feet, they make it. Oh, it's in their mind is completely different. This, I made my shaitan slave for me. You do that. That's your Armageddon. May Allah forgive us. Amen. May Allah bless us. Muhammad al-Habib, Muhammad al